This is Sean Mandoli, and you're listening to the Hopeland Church Podcast. I hope you encounter God and walk in new levels of freedom as a result of listening to this message. Enjoy. What's up, Hopeland family? Pastor Sean here. Uh, I am super excited to be preaching the word today, okay? We're starting a new series called We Praise. And uh, it's going to be all about praise, gratitude, thanksgiving, being thankful, um, and all that good stuff, and just about worship and and all that good stuff. So I am excited to be kicking this off today. Um, and I hope you enjoyed um, just some worship we had, as well as hope you're just, um, you know, just making note of what's going on with our community uh, we have our family meeting coming up where we're going to be talking about the future and finances of Hopeland Church for everybody that calls this church their church home, those that um, serve and give and are, are truly a part of this community. Um, that's a very important meeting. I know we just announced it, but I, I, I'm just kind of reiterating that. Please make an effort to be there. Um, we're, we're taking, we take this stuff very seriously and we want to show full disclosure in these meetings, tell people where we really are, what's going on, where we're headed. And um, yeah, so I'm excited about that. But here we go. Um, look at the person next to you and tell them we praise. All right. And so uh, I'm going to open up in prayer and we're going to jump into this. So, Father, we just thank you for your word today. We thank you that um, you're going to speak to us. Um, you're going to... Anoint this moment, Holy Spirit. We know that you're here and that you want us to uh, step into deeper dimensions um, and aspects of praise, worship, and thanksgiving. So thank you, Lord, for giving us divine revelation in this word today. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said amen. All right, so here we go. Um, we're going to talk about... Um, Obviously, praise, and um, you know, uh, we. I'm just gonna just jump right into some thoughts, and then we're gonna get into some scriptures here. But, but um, we praise because He's worthy. All right, somebody say Amen. Uh, that's why. That is why. There's, there's, there's other um, outcomes of praise. There's other aspects of praise. But um, the bottom line is, God is worthy of our praise. So we give what is due His name. We ascribe worth to Him. Worship. And so, uh, when do we praise, right? So when do we praise? Um, we praise him before, during, and after. Before, during, and after what? Before, during, and after whatever it is, you're wa- whatever it is you're walking through. Um, we praise him in the morning, in the noontime, and at the, in the night, right? From the uh, rising, from the, you know, from the setting, wait, what, what's the verse? <laughs> From the rising of the sun to the setting of the same. Something like that. I am destroying that verse. I apologize. But um, amen. I know it's a song and it's like on the tip of my tongue, but some of y'all know the song, right? Um, but anyway, from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. He's worthy of our praise, okay? And so, um, so I just want to remind you, before we get into some verses, just to lay some framework here, we praise um, but can I remind you this morning or today uh, that we exist to give God praise? Okay, that that is the reason of creation. That is the absolute reason of human existence 
is to give God praise. We were created to praise, okay? We were created to worship. I've said this before. Um, we try to do a series on worship, on praise, at least once a year because it is so important and it is good theology. And we are, uh, what I like to say, we are doxological beings, okay? Kind of a big word there. But that word doxa in the Greek, it means um, weight or worth or value. And so that's the word used many times in scripture for worship, for glory, to give him glory, to give him doxa. We were created to give God the praise that's due his name, okay? So creation's why is to bring God glory. All right, um, in and through um, your relationships, you are called to praise God in and through that. In and through my relationships, I give God praise. Praise through my work, the work of my hands. That in and of itself is an act of worship to God. In my work, I am giving God praise through my words, my thoughts, the deep recesses and meditation of my heart, the whole purpose of all of that is to give God praise. When I am in service to other people, I am giving God praise. This is God's intention for everything, that he would receive the glory in and through my prayers. That is so God can receive glory. Me, myself, right, being a dad, being a husband, being a friend, being a brother, right, to others. I, in and through all of that, the whole purpose of all of that is to bring Jesus praise, right? Um, in my submission to his will, it is so he can receive praise. In and through my song, the melody of my heart, the whole purpose, the express purpose for music and song and melody and tempo is to give God praise, the meditation of my heart, my giving, my generosity, the whole purpose is it is just a way to give God praise, my time, right, my hopes, my dreams, my aspirations, the whole reason is so God can give praise, or so that we can give God praise. It all is for God's glory. There is nothing in creation that is not at its core. The divine purpose of creation is to give God praise. And so that is the aim of our lives. That is the whole goal that I would apply myself to be educated in some field. You know, the reason for that is to give God glory. That is the whole reason. It must all go back to that. Me being a pastor, the whole reason is just, this is just a way, a method of giving God praise, fulfilling what he's called me to do. All right, somebody say amen. It all, it, all of it, all of it, is for his glory. If anything else creeps into any of those areas of our life and somehow it is about us, 
It is unto us. We have missed it. We must get on our knees, lift our hands, and give God some praise for whatever is going on in our life. He is worthy of our praise. Amen? All right, here we go. Jude. Jude 1, 25. There's only one chapter in Jude, but Jude 1, verse 25, it says this. To God our Savior, who alone is wise, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. Nobody else gets glory, majesty, dominion, and power as God does. This is it, both now and forever. Somebody say amen. And it says it at the end of this verse, amen. All right, here we go. We got another one here, Old Testament here, Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 61. Isaiah 61 is actually quoted by Jesus himself when he walked into the temple. I believe that is found in Luke chapter four. And he walks in, he reads the verse from the prophet Isaiah. It says, uh, for the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to proclaim the favor of the Lord. I'm not quoting it verbatim, but he goes, you know, and, and, and he goes on to, to speak about um, the purpose of the Messiah. He basically found himself in the scripture and said, I am he that, that we speak of today, right? And so in Isaiah 61, verse three, it just, it's just continuing from that verse, okay? And so it says here, this is the purpose of the Messiah. This is why he came. It says to console those who mourn in Zion, okay? Um, uh, and that word console actually in the Hebrew, it means to place, not, it means to position. And so God, even in our mourning, in our walk with God, we will have seasons of mourning. We will have tears. And even in our tears and our brokenness, God desires to place you in what you've called to do, position you. That's what the Messiah that's what Jesus came to do, to, to place and position those that are mourning, okay? And, 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 and because the, the valley seasons and wilderness times of your life, the mourning of your life does not, does not um, cause you to be misplaced in the kingdom. It's just a season, but God still places those that are mourning. God positions those that are mourning. He's not waiting for you to get it all together. He's not waiting for you to get on the mountaintop per se, but he will place position and console you even in your mourning. Hallelujah. That's a side note. Not too much to do with this message today, but there it is. All right. So what, let's read on. To give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified, that he may be glorified. So the Messiah came. Everything he did and on the earth, the whole purpose was that God would be glorified in and through him. Uh, the whole purpose of our life as Christians is that we would be planted, grounded, bear fruit. Why? What is the purpose of spiritual maturity? The whole purpose is that God would be glorified. Everything goes back to worship. Everything, everything, everything. It's the question will always remain. Who will you worship? That's what it goes back to. Ten commandments point to who will you worship? The Old Testament, who will you worship? Christ coming, who will you worship? Come on now. Um, good days, bad days, who will you worship? Right? Wilderness experience, mountaintop experience. Who will you worship? When you feel God or don't feel God, who will you worship? Come on, somebody. Say this with me. Say, we 
Praise. Okay, so this word glorified, it says, this is what it says here, that he may be glorified, that he would be glorified. What does glorified mean? It means to boast. Okay, it means, it means to embellish, to boast. It also means to explain clearly, to make clear. You got to understand that um, worship is requisite for clarity. Like we see clearly when we are worshipers. I mean, it just clears the air, if you will. Okay, there is something about worship that just changes atmospheres, environments, situations. Um, it changes things, okay? And so when we are worshiping, when we are praising, when we are glorifying God, we make it very clear as to what our life is about and, 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 and who it is we worship. We, we, we bring clarity to who God is, okay? Even for ourselves. Many times when you're in a state of confusion, when you are frustrated, when you are flustered, when you, whatever it is, I challenge you to worship. I challenge you to praise. Um, why? Because he's worthy. And I'm telling you that you will receive clarity when you praise, when you worship. Brings clarity to life. Brings clarity to where you are, who you are, okay? Um, you can't tell God who he is and he not tell you who you are. It brings clarity, okay? So, so here it is, simple, simple here. But we were created to praise God, okay? We were created. It's what creation, the, the purpose of creation is to bring God glory. So there's, there, there's, there's a lot more going on here, even in the will of God and for the, like there's intricacies and nuances of, of divine purpose and the why we're here. But if we really just dig a little deeper in and through any other aspect of the Christian life at the bottom, at the base, at the foundation, we are created and even we are recreated, born again to give God glory. All right, so Psalm 150, we're gonna read the whole chapter. Psalm 150, starting verse one. Praise the Lord. Somebody say praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty firmament. Verse two, praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the lute and harp. Praise him with the timbrel and dance, okay? Praise him with stringed instruments and flutes. Praise him with loud cymbals. Praise him with clashing cymbals. Verse six, let everything that has breath praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Verse six again, my Bible says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. The Bible says the dead do not praise God, but we are the living. We shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The purpose 
for breath is to give God praise. The purpose for words, the purpose of language, the purpose of understanding is to give Jesus praise. If you have breath, he is worthy. And use that mouth of yours to give him praise, right? It is the sacrifice of praise, the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name. We were created to praise God, okay? And here it is. Here's my next point. Choose to praise every day. Choose. Why? Because he is worthy every day. Uh, it doesn't have to be a certain type of praise. I don't know. It could be any type of praise. It could be your own song. It could be a worship song. It could be, you, you, you could, you could, um, you know, just hum through your day. And that can be a way you give God praise. You can lift your hands, right? You can sing. You can dance. You can shout. Come on, somebody. Whatever it is you're doing, find me to do. Do it as unto the Lord, not unto man. Whenever we do something unto him, that changes what we're doing to a literal act of worship. So choose to praise every day. All right. Somebody say we praise. Psalm 27 verse 6. And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. Therefore, I will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. I will. I will. Somebody say choose. Say it again. Say choose to praise every day. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If you have a tough time getting up in the morning, I don't always get up too easy. My wife laughs at me. Sometimes she gets up and she's just so like chipper. You know what I'm saying? She's just like bright eyed and bushy tailed. You know what I'm saying? And I get up and I'm like sitting on the edge of my bed sometimes like this. You know, I'm just, I'm just, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still waking up. Okay. And so I'm not proud of it. You know what I mean? But, but I'm not like, oh, it's going to be a great day today, everybody. Right. It's just, that's just, I, and that's not a strength of mine. I didn't get that grace. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, you know, and you got some people wake up, they're like, oh, it's a beautiful day today. Right. Oh, look at that. The blue skies and the, you know, birds are chirping and you know what I'm saying? They just wake up happy. Um, so what do I do? I'm sitting there. Thank you, Lord, for this day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I got to choose to give God praise. Therefore, I will offer. I will. 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 I will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. I will sing. I will sing. Yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. All right, I will, I will. You gotta put your will into it. Come on, somebody. Um, here's my next point. I know I'm moving quick here. I know I'm moving quick, but here it is. Um, praise in the middle of it. Um, uh, praise in the middle of it. In the middle of what? Whatever it is you're in. Okay, so so I, we talked about, you know, why we praise. It's because he's worthy. But, but um, and we also talked about, like, when do we praise? Well, I'll tell you when. Before, during, and after. Um, why? Because he is eternally worthy. So situations don't, don't extract God of his worthiness. Can I get an amen? Um, humanity 
even in our sin, does not extract his worthiness. Um, us being done wrong by some uh, something else in this created world does not take away God's worthiness. And so because he is eternally worthy, he always has been worthy, he is worthy, and he will continue to be worthy for all eternity. Therefore, we must give him praise before, during, and after. Can I get an amen? And so here's the point here we're going to get into here, is we got to learn to praise him in the middle of it. Um, that, that's a gospel song. If you want to look it up by Isaac Carey, it's kind of like a funky song, but in the middle of it, it's got a cool little clap to it. All right. I'm not going to try to sing it or do that, do a little song and dance for you today. Uh, but uh, I'm, I give you that, that, that invitation to check that at YouTube at Isaac, Isaac Kyrie, Isaac Kyrie, and uh, in the middle of it. I think that's the name of the song. If you just search that, you, you're going to find it. But in the middle of it. All right. In the middle of it. In the middle of it. We got to learn to praise in the middle of it. Because you, you know what I'm saying? Let me, let me just say this. Do you realize that our existence on the earth, we are not in eternity yet. We, we, we are, we, we, scripturally, we were in Christ before the foundation of the world. And here we are now in time, in this natural world, doing what God's called us to do. We are not quite in eternity. So I'm just telling you, our earthly existence is a picture from an eternal perspective. We are in the middle. We came from God. We are now uh, walking the earth, fulfilling our assignment, and we have yet to be in eternity with him on the other side of this natural world. So we need to praise him in the middle of it. First Peter chapter one, verse six to nine. Somebody say, we praise. Say it with me, say, Jesus, I give you praise. Verse six, first Peter one, we've been going through first Peter in our uh, morning uh, prayer and devotions. Um, for all those people out there, we do do on live prayer and devotions every Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday. It's from 7 a.m. to 7.30. We, uh, I read some scriptures. We, we're going verse by verse through books in the, in the Bible, and we're going through First Peter now. So we've recently even read some of this in Peter, um, and um, would be awesome to, for you to join us uh, one of those mornings. Um, but First Peter 1, 6, here we go. In this, you greatly rejoice. Somebody say rejoice. Though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials. Okay, Peter is writing to the church in Asia Minor and they are suffering. Okay, that's the whole context of Peter is consoling the, 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 the church that was experiencing persecution and suffering from the Roman state and their, their Jewish contemporaries. Okay, and so his whole letter is kind of framed around that and just providing some truth, some encouragement as to um, walking through suffering as a believer. So he's like, man, in this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials. Verse seven, that the genuineness of your faith being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, okay, may be found to praise may be found, okay, may, may come to praise. Like you're being tested right now, but look at God's, God, praise is gonna come out of this. 
And that's what he's saying, being found or discovered or, or, or to learn or to find. And so sometimes we go through tough situations and we don't feel like praising. It's like this is not a praise moment, right? It doesn't, the situation isn't telling me, hey, it's time to lift your hands and love on Jesus right now. Um, but it says here that it will be found to praise, may be found to praise. So it's like through a trial, through this fire, this testing this church was going through, Peter, the inspired writer, was saying, man, if, you, if you're faithful, you get through, walk through this. Praise is going to come out of this. You will discover, you will learn, you will find. You know, if you continue to seek God, it means when we continue to search out God in our suffering, it, we will find that praise will come through it. Praise from us to God. It says, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Verse eight, whom having not seen you love, though now you do not see him, yet believing you rejoice. You rejoice. Hallelujah. You rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory. Okay, receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Okay, you rejoice. They're in suffering, but he's like, man, you can rejoice. Okay, and, and found in praise. This So found in praise, rejoice. Okay, um, honor and glory, revelation of Jesus. Speaking of going through a test, going through the fire of a situation or circumstance. I'm here to encourage you today in faith. If you are a person of faith, you're gonna go through some fire. If you are a person that has a testimony of Jesus, you are gonna be tested. But even through that, praise will come forth. Praise, that's God's heart and intention. So this word praise, okay, um, it means an accurate acknowledgement as to who God is. It, it means an appropriate commendation, the, the right recognition. And so this word that they used here, this Greek word, you're going through a test, a trial, a fire, you're suffering, the whole context of Peter, First, Second Peter is concerning suffering. It's the it's it's the books of suffering, if you will. Um, the word used here is that even though you are being tried, tested, and going through the fire, we must still give God the accurate acknowledgement as to who He is. We must still give the appropriate commendation. We must still recognize who he rightfully is. And that, my brothers and sisters, is praise. That, and here's my next point. Praise is always appropriate. Why? Because God is never not worthy. So, to give him worth is always appropriate 
because he is eternally worthy. Can I get an amen, somebody? And look, it's okay to be a little silly in your praise. Sometimes, and what I mean by silly is it's not going to make any sense at times. Sometimes you just got to go, and I bless your name, Jesus. You you just got to do it. You got to open your mouth and give God praise. You got to say, thank you, Lord. You got to, you know, Jesus, I glorify your name. God, you're worthy. And when you don't feel it, when, when it's hard, when it's tough, you know, sometimes you got to be willing to be a little undignified. You know, when David danced before the Ark of the Covenant, when it was brought into Jerusalem, he was rejoicing because the presence of God returned. Here's the presence of God. This is the Ark of the Covenant. This is this is the like kind of the core of our faith, guys. This is a representation of God coming into our city. And David danced, and Michael, his wife, you know, looked down upon him, and he said, "I'm going to be even more undignified than this. Look at I, 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 this ain't for you. You know what I'm saying? This is for God." And so. I think sometimes we got to be willing to be childlike in our worship and our praise. We got to be willing to give God a shout of praise. Um, you know what I'm saying? We got to learn how to just do, have ourselves a little praise break while you're doing the dishes, taking a shower, whatever it is. You know what I mean? Sometimes my wife and I like to, like to do this in our home even, just randomly, because one of us, it'll be random, will just be like, I love you, Jesus. And she'll be like, I praise you, Lord. And I'll be like, he's worthy. And she'll be like, I exalt you. And I'll be like, I give you glory. And, I, and she'll be like, Lion of the tribe of Judah. And I'll be like, the Lamb of God. And she'll be like, Messiah. And I'll start speaking in tongues or something. You know, I'll start speaking in Hebrew, Yeshua HaMashiach, right? And, and so we just go back and forth. And sometimes, look at praise ain't supposed to be all dignified. Come on, with our civilized selves over here in this western part of the world, you know God is worthy, and 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 we need to learn to just give Him praise. All right, why? Because praise is always appropriate. Okay, because God is always worthy. Okay, and so stop trying to be so prim and proper with your praise. Stop trying to be so dignified, okay? There's times to be dignified. There's times to be prim and proper. But, but sometimes you got to learn how to just, you know, one of the word, Hebrew words for praise is to throw. It's, it's, a, it's a kind of, it has this kind of demonstrative, almost this, this kind of um, expressive type thing. You know what I'm saying? We got to learn how to give God some praise and just, this ain't about other people. I'm not a putting on a show for nobody, but I'm going to lift my hands. I'm going to do my dance. I'm going to give God my shout of praise. All that stuff I just said is totally scriptural and, 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 and in the word of God in every way. And we need to, we need to do that. Okay. Somebody say amen. And look, it says here, you rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory. There ain't nothing dignified about that. Come on now. There ain't nothing like religious about that. I'm just saying God is worthy and we can get so locked up into our little intellect and our little, you know, I just, you know, I'm not trying to be, you know, I don't want to embarrass myself. You know, I just got to be, no, I'm, I'm not talking, I, I'm talking about praise now. I'm talking about God is worthy. 
Now this, this expression, this, the dance, the shout, the leaping, the, 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 the shout, you know, the shouting, all that, 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 that's not the only way we praise, but that is a scriptural and doctrinally sound way. And, and it is what we were created to do. It's not the only way, but it is a way. Okay. And so that word rejoice right here, the word rejoice here in this scripture. Okay. It means to jump much. That's what it means. Okay. It means to leap. Okay, um, it means getting so glad one jumps in celebration because the person is so experientially joyful. Somebody say rejoice. First Peter 2, 9. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people. Speaking of your identity in Christ, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Hallelujah. There it is. We were created to praise. Come on now. Praise is always appropriate. That Our whole identity in Christ as to who we are is so we can give God praise, okay? That we may proclaim the praises, that we may proclaim the excellence of him, that we may proclaim the virtue of him. Proclaim is a vocal expression. Proclaim is vocal. It means to fully declare out. So praise is vocal. Praise is to fully declare out. God's excellence, his virtue. Can I get an amen, somebody? Here we go. Let's go to another one, First Peter. First Peter's full of, isn't it interesting? I'm pulling a bunch of scriptures about praise in a book that's about suffering. Why? Because suffering never takes away God's worthiness. So then suffering should never take away our praise. First Peter 4.11, if anyone speaks, let him speak as the oracles of God. If anyone ministers, let him do it with the ability which God supplies. And speaking of spiritual gifts, that in all things, somebody say all things, God may be glorified through Jesus Christ to whom belong the glory and the dominion forever and ever, amen. You ever notice that when, many times in scripture, it'll give you like three, four, maybe five words to him be the glory, the power, the dominion forever and ever. Amen. It always has amen after that. You ever, we just read one uh, up above here in the, in, this, in the sermon today and it said amen at the end and now we just did it again and it says amen again at the end. When we read Jude, you know, to God our Savior who alone is wise, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power both now and forever. Amen. And then we go down here into 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 11, to whom be belong the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. Why? Because pr praise seals the deal. So be it. He's worthy. He's worthy. Amen. Come on now. To him be the glory, dominion, the power, majesty forever and ever. Amen. That's it. All right. That's it. Sealed with our praise. All right. So if we focus more on glorifying him, you know, I, I, I believe, you know, this is just something I wrote in my notes here. But if we focus more on glorifying him, 
we won't be so worried about things in life that don't matter as much as him. Okay? Even as Christians, man, we start focusing on all kind of stuff, man, and and, and we, 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 we lose our praise. We, we allow the devil to steal our praise, okay? And so don't be concerned with pleasing people. Be concerned with pleasing God, okay? Okay, so what is praise? Praise is this, to recognize God for who he really is. Okay, that's kind of long for, for um, our online version here, uh, uh, service and I don't know if we're going to get all the words up there of this just right, but I, I, I'm sure we can pull it off. But praise to recognize God for who he really is. This word glorified, okay? Glorified, that in all things God may be glorified. It means valuing him for who he really is. It's the word doxazo. It's where you get the word doxology, the study of worship. Doxazo. It means giving or ascribing glory to God. To personally acknowledge God in his true character and essence. We that in all things he may be glorified. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let me pray for you. Father, I just thank you for everybody here today. And I pray that this word just is, is an impartation, a, a, a challenge, an encouragement to give you praise every day. And thank you, Lord. I just pray you just stir that song in their heart so that you can get glory through their life, even today and this week. In Jesus' name I pray. And everybody said, amen. If you haven't given your heart and life to Jesus, today is your day. I'm going to lead you in a prayer um, of confessing him as Lord and asking him to forgive you of your sins, okay? The Bible says in uh, 1 John 1, 9, it says, uh, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness, okay? So that's what I'm going to do, okay? I'm going to lead you in a prayer. So just pray with me. If this is you, if this is, this is where you're at, you're like, man, I need to pray. I need Jesus in my heart and life. Here we go. Let's do this. Repeat after me. Just say, Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I repent and turn to you. Wash me clean. I confess Jesus to be Lord. And I believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead. And I am saved by grace, through faith, in his name, amen. I hope you enjoyed the message. And my prayer is that you will change your world as a result. If you're ever in the LA area, join us for one of our weekend gatherings. And don't forget to follow us on social media. Peace.